Welcome, episode 16, Enabling Resources for Your Transformation. Welcome to Transforming Procurement Podcast with Lourdes Koss, the show dedicated to help procurement professionals in their transformation journey. Lourdes believes that procurement professionals have the potential to add great value by becoming the best version of themselves. Hello, friends. Welcome to this episode of Transforming Procurement Podcast. Today, I'm talking about transformation enablers. These are the resources that will enable you to implement the strategies that you need throughout the process of transformation. A wise man said, if you continue to do what you've always done, you will continue to get what you've always gotten. So with that in mind, there are going to be some things that you are going to need to lead the organization and the procurement team through the transformation process. In my experience leading procurement groups through the transformation process, the conditions under which the procurement team is working or was working are generally not the best or were generally not the best. There are at least three enablers that I asked funding for right away or as soon as possible. And these were training, staffing, and technology. And at least I encounter the absence of training and professional development sponsored by the organization in most of the organizations that I worked for. In some cases, they had some sporadic training or every now and then you encounter a person in the group that has taken ownership of their own training, which is great. You know that at least that person is going to appreciate having the training and making the most of it. It is a great strategy for talent retention also, I found. People that want to move forward and continue growing and learning are attracted to an agency that offers the opportunity for growth and development. So this is one of those that brings additional benefits, having uh, the opportunity to offer training to staff. Not only will you be able to bring the needed training for your team, but it will also help you retain the good people. That is, if you ask for the funding for training up front. When it comes time, also, it will help you attract good candidates for any positions that you may need to fill. This is an investment that your higher-ups expect you to, that, that you will ask for. When the request for transformation comes from the top leadership within the organization, they expect that you will either need to make some changes in the team and bring in some training of some sort. So why not take the opportunity to ask for that training uh, resources up front? Evidently, if they are on board with the transformation, they recognize that something is not working 
and at a minimum, training will be necessary. Another resource that I would request funding for is additional personnel and realignment of positions. Each transformation has required, at a minimum, that I look through the job descriptions and determine if those roles still serve the organization well. I found that there was always something that I needed to change in the job descriptions, either update the descriptions and responsibilities to reflect the duties or new duties that will be required of the person in the different positions. The job descriptions and the skills of the team has to align with the vision of the organization. So you have to go through the granular level and build up from there. That is, going through the job descriptions before you set up an organization chart. Because your organization chart will eventually have to be looked at and see if it serves the direction that the organization is going. Making sure that job descriptions are aligned with the new direction will help attract the right candidates for the position. Part of that funding may be used to adjust the salaries of the positions so that they are competitive based on the responsibilities and performance expected of the person in each position. Okay, so I started with anything dealing with people, training and positions and everything related to those positions, including the number of positions necessary to create an organization that is equipped to perform at the highest level. And not just perform at the highest level at one time and continues to evolve and improve in a way that they will ultimately be considered an investment for the organization and an internal advisor. The third area where funding is involved is technology. If the organization is not performing at its highest, you can suspect that they don't have the necessary tools to be more efficient. What I found is that Whenever I've gone to a new organization, people are working very hard, for the most part, but perhaps working on things that are not providing the highest return. In a couple of organizations, we looked at the distribution of the spend to determine the level of efficiency and determine if the effort was optimized. Because if you looked at what was happening on the surface, everybody was working hard. But RFPs took very long to get started. And once they got started, it was unpredictable how long it was going to take to complete the process and award the contract. One of the reasons was because there was a lot of effort focused on small purchases. These, of course, took less time but it did not amount to 20% of the total addressable spend. After looking at the data, we found that less than 20% of the effort was going to larger projects, which would have provided the highest return. 
by being able to get this information, and sometimes you don't have the data to do this analysis, but there are signs of like the cycle times uh, for larger projects. There is some maverick span going on and people seem to be spending their day flipping POs. This is when technology is very, very essential. One, to be able to analyze the data to make better decisions. Second, to be able to automate repetitive tasks where the buyer is not really adding much value. And third, to increase the brain power devoted to the more complex projects that are sitting waiting for that brain, brain power to, to be able to take life. So how much technology is necessary? To me, the answer is as much as you can get. The more you're able to automate tasks that are repetitive, and create workflows that enable the highest level of efficiency, the more productivity you will have from your team. There is a balance between technology and the number of personnel needed to achieve the goals. If there is a desire to reduce cycle times, which is always at the top of the list when, I, when it comes to transformations, then you're going to need resources to apply to the workload. Once you have exhausted the capacity of the current team by implementing as many efficiencies, uh, strategies as you are able to, it becomes a resource issue and the expectations need to be managed. This is why I ask for these three types of resources up front because people can't give what, can, what they don't have. If there is no more capacity to absorb another project, there isn't anymore. Sure, you can assign one more project and have unrealistic expectations that is going to be done without disrupting anything else, but it is going to be an unrealistic expectation. If the person to whom you assign the project is betting on, 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 on him or herself, they're going to do whatever it takes to get it done, but that might come at an expense of their own health. When you burn people out because of the way that they're overextended and the expectations are just beyond what it's really feasible under normal circumstances, then you end up creating other problems that negatively affect productivity. If you have people burnt out, they may need to take time off. That means that your capacity will suffer also. So it is important to tie resources to the achievement of goals so that you can manage expectations. And you can say, this is what I need to accomplish the goal. If the resource is not made available, you then need to make clear that the expectation of achieving an, a goal is unrealistic. And any schedule to achieve those goals will have to be adjusted to the availability of the resource. This is not an unreasonable request or assumption. This is done in the projects that we bid all the time. For example, in a construction project, 
there are sequences that get impacted by critical path items. That means that completing a task is dependent on an action that needs to take place or a material that needs to arrive. For example, if starting a renovation project for a public building is dependent on obtaining permits, the schedule will need to be adjusted if the permits do not arrive or are issued at the time that is needed for the next step, which is begin the project. I think that these are three of the most critical types of resources that you need in a transformation, at least in my experience. That's resources for training, staffing, and technology. These are the most expensive also, at least technology is, and to an extent staffing depending on where the organization is at. Training is not that expensive compared to the other two. Training was one of the items in the budget that I protected the most, especially when there was a threat of budget cuts. If you're going to have less people, then you really need the people to be trained, especially the people that remain in, in your group. And they need to be up to speed in best practices and how to be more efficient and effective. I know that some of my colleagues in other departments did not agree with me and tried to talk me into giving up that line item. But I found other ways to come up with the required amount in the budget so that at least I had some training money, even if it was a reduced budget. So I talked about these three areas of resources the training, the staffing, the technology. These are, I think, very crucial areas. And are, and you want to ask for the resources to have them very early on. Of course, there are other enablers. You need upper management support. This is going to be crucial around year two when everyone is getting tired of changes and there isn't a lot to show for it support from the HR and technology departments. You want that support at the highest level of those departments. You're going to need it so that you're considered a priority when you knock on their respective doors. You need to be able to count on good communication plan and strategies. The best thing that you can do is in a transformation is to keep people informed. Change has a way of making people anxious about the future. Not knowing can give ammunition to the opposition, that is, those that oppose or are resisting change. If you don't want that opposition to gain force, then you have to have a strong communication plan. In one of the agencies, renovating space was an essential part of the transformation to kind of create an environment that inspired a level of professionalism necessary to go through the transformation process. So there are going to be other things that be, may be necessary that are specific to that particular agency. So remember, training, staffing, 
and technology. Those are the three things that you want to ask for funding right off the bat. And that's all the time that I have for today. So, okay, friends. So don't forget to visit my website, lourdescos.com, for programs on leadership and other uh, communication and procurement. I have a link on my events page to see upcoming webinars and events. For those of you interested in leadership resources, I encourage you to subscribe to my free monthly leadership newsletter. It is filled with great information and tips to help you in your leadership journey. I'll put a link on the notes section of the podcast. Also, for leaders and aspiring leaders, there's still time to register for Live to Lead 2020. The last rebroadcast is on February 12, 2021. You have five days to watch the event and you'll have you'll want to watch it more than once. There are some sessions that I have watched a couple of times because there are so many nuggets in them. The link is on the notes and I have the link also on my events page on my website, lourdescause.com. If you or your organization are interested in monthly webinars. I have the 2021 monthly webinar program that I am starting. If you're interested, send me an email through my website, lourdescause.com on contact, and I will uh, give you the information. This is a program that I put together in just as a service to colleagues, and you'll be shocked how affordable it is. Finally, If you're interested in making a difference in the world, start by being part of Transformation Tables. These are part of the Change Your World movement initiated by Dr. John C. Maxwell. Reach out to me, and if you're interested in participating, remember that together we can make a difference. Thank you again, friends, for listening. Join me next time for more on the transformation journey. Until then, be well, my friend. Until next time, add value, grow, and transform.